Stop asking yourself why, start asking yourself who. Who are you going to be? Who are you going to become? Who do you need to surround yourself with? Because it's the relationships that will create the greater future, not the possessions. You don't have to choose to grow. Your opportunity to choose growth or not. And if you choose not to, then you will create growth just not in the areas that you consciously choose. Get that. You'll create it in chaos in other areas. In your health. In your relationships. In your income. And it will force you to grow in those areas. Because you're imbalanced in your growth. But if you hold on to it, my friends, the problem is, is you stunt your own growth. You stunt your own growth in what's possible. You stunt it because you now have resentment. If you have resentment towards your old job, do you think you're going to go in and have a career and a life and work where you're excited about it? No, you have a rude experience. And now your, your coherence level is affected. And you can sit and say, well, I'm different. Cool, you're different. But you're still human. You're still human, period. If you're human, it's going to affect you. It's not that you could be, I'm no different. I had this happen to me where I was holding on to something and I didn't realize it. And I was like super angry about it. But it was internal. I didn't tell anyone about it. I had this resentment on it. And it was internal. You wouldn't see it on the outside. I'd feel like, hey, on the outside, everything was normal. Everything was good. Yeah, I'm fine. But on the inside, you know what? I wasn't sleeping as well. My symptoms were my feedback. I wasn't, I wasn't functioning as normally. I wasn't working out as normal as I did. I just didn't feel like it. I felt kind of depressed. I kind of felt like... Eh, what's the point? Kind of felt that way. And I sat there and I remember I went through it and I was like, I got I to gotta figure this out. I got to change this because I know I'm in my own way. And I couldn't see what it was. I knew exactly. In 10 minutes, I knew exactly what it was. But I couldn't see it because I was blind to it. We choose to be blind to it because it makes us feel more comfortable. And then we sit and say, you know what, I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know where to go. I don't have a purpose. I don't have a meaning. I don't have existence. I'm afraid of success. I'm not good enough. I'm not, I don't have enough money. All the stories we decide to tell ourselves. The stories are the symptoms. The money is the symptoms. Paul, the money is the symptom. The reality is what's going on in here. Your psychology of this resentment is going to dictate where you're headed to. Your resentment of the current position is the first step inside of it. Because it's part of the matter organization of you as an entrepreneur. You have to have that matter in place. You have to have that matter in place. How did I find it? I knew what it was. I looked at, I looked at the reality. I looked at what was going on. I looked at where I was angry. I knew what it was. Truth be told, I'll tell you exactly what it was. I had a, a COO that came into my company that threw a lot of chaos into my company. And I, and I was blind in the way that I mismanaged it. I disempowered myself to this organization because they, were, they worked for the biggest name in my industry, which, whose name I won't say, but you know who they are. And, and I thought, you know what? They're going to be amazing for my company. And I was blind to it. I made a, a poor decision, an imbalanced decision, and I had to deal with the ramification of it completely. I, I, I own it. I got it. And then I had to go figure it out and I'd fix it. But I knew what it was. Here's the interesting thing. Most of you know what the problem is. Your intuition is always telling you. See, the thing is that resentment leads you to desire for a greater future. But the problem is not going to be what the desire is. 
The problem is not going to be your why. The why is not the problem. Listen to what I'm about to say. The why is not the problem. You know your why. You've all gone to programs and events and you read the books and you've done it. What's your why? What's your why? Start with why. You've done the why. The why is not the issue. The, the question that you really need to ask yourself is who. Who. Not why. Because the why you'll put the material matter of life. I want to have a yacht. I want to have a car. I want to travel. I want to go do these things. Great. If you don't ask yourself who, who do you want to be and who do you want to do it with, it won't make a difference in your experience of life. Because you can ask everybody who has those things, when they do it alone, what do they feel? Empty. And what do they always say? I wish I had someone in my life. I wish I had someone to do it with. I wish I had friends to be around. I have all the money in the world, but I'm alone. See, the thing is, is that relationships is what allows us to express love. They help us create and express love. But our relationships is what's needed for us to create in a space of entrepreneurial reasoning. My daughter was not the, re was not the, the cause of the issue, but she was the who I needed to become the entrepreneur that I need to become. She was the who, not the why. I could sit and say, I can put this car on my vision board. I can put this yacht on my vision board. I can put stacks of money on the vision board and say, that's it. That won't matter. Because if I break it down to every single one of you, if I took you in a room one by one, I promise you, your why would eventually come down to a who. So stop asking yourself why. Start asking yourself who. Who are you going to be? Who are you going to become? Who do you need to connect with? Who do you need to discuss with? How, who do you need to surround yourself with? Because it's the relationships that will create the greater future, not the possessions. It's the relationships that you build. It's the relationships you connect with. The consciousness of the people you surround yourself with will be the who that you want to be with. It's not the why. Because the why will, the reason for the why is the why not, which I'm not going to get into heavily right now. But it's the who that will make you go through the wall that you need to get to to build the business that you're talking about. It won't be the why. It won't be the why. It's you. All of you on this are my who. It's her on this is my who. It's my son on this who's my who. It's my team is my who. What I'm trying to get you guys to realize is that it's the relationships that we have that will matter far more than the materials that we create. Entrepreneurialism around matter is going to be fickle. And I share, I share with you, I go to these entrepreneurial meetings all the time and I feel so empty because they're all about their successes because success was about matter. But when you look at it from the position of who, who do I get to connect with? Who do I get to be? Who do I get to, to, to surround myself with? How do, I, how do I get to touch their lives and make a greater impact? Those are the people that you'll change the, light, change the world with. Who are you going to do it for? Who are you going to create it for? And then you've got to increase the frequency. It's pretty simple. If you cover and, and go through and you stay in the frequency of anger or guilt or shame, your entrepreneurial venture is subjective to your own consciousness. It's subjective to your consciousness. It's subjective to your emotional space. And you have an issue with money. And you have an issue with asking somebody for money because you don't value yourself. You don't value your service. You don't value what you do. And you're going to say, hey, look, I'm worth $3,000 or $7,000 or $50,000. I don't care what number is. It's just a number. 
if you don't value what you do, you can't ask for those qu that number. You're going to say, you know what? Um, you know what? I like you. You're my friend. You're a good person. I'll just do it for free. Just, you know, just pay me 50 bucks. Because it's better to be an altruist than a narcissist. That's what everybody believes. You need to be altruistic and narcissistic simultaneously if you're going to be an entrepreneur. If not, someone will take advantage of you. And those of you who are saying, yes, that's me. I just do it for free. That's because you're stuck in the state of altruism. And you resent the narcissist. But every human being is altruist and narcissistic. If you don't think about yourself, nobody else will. If you don't serve humanity, then you're not getting the rewards that narcissism gets. You need to think about both. It's a combination. Entrepreneurship is about both. The thing is, is that if you have one charge and one emotion that's holding you back in that state, you're not looking at the other side, what's going to happen is you're going to get crushed. You're going to look at it and you won't be able to create money, collect money, or you'll collect money and think narcissistically, I deserve it, I'll create more money, but then your altruism is going to need you to give back into the world. I'll give you an example. This is someone that you know very well. Bill Gates created Microsoft. What is he going to be remembered for, for when he dies? His philanthropy. His philanthropy is what he'll be remembered for. He changed the world through technology. But he was so narcissistic in his capacity. And then, literally, what he had to do is that he created the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation inside that. And that foundation is what, in essence, is what he's going to be remembered by. But he, became, he had to do that because of the lawsuits. If you remember the anti-class action lawsuits in the early 2000s. He was forced into it because as long as you keep riding in the state of pride, you're going to get humanity to come humble you. If you continue on this side where you're in pride, 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 you're going to need something to come back and give you shame. If you have desperation plus resentment plus independence equals independent gratitude. In desperation, you feel shame that I need someone else to help me. You eventually become prideful and then you move towards pride and independence. And unless this comes down into independence and gratitude, you stop yourself from creating new income. You stop yourself from creating new income. And these emotions become the reason why you don't start and struggle. You go up and down in business, you struggle, you create some money, then you lose some money. Why you don't start business and you stop business. Why you shouldn't say, I'm going to be in business, I'm going to do my own thing, I'm going to build my own entrepreneurial venture. And then you never actually take any action steps. How many people can relate to that? That you've said, I want to be an entrepreneur forever, but you just don't take any action steps. This is why. This is the reasoning behind it. So what you've got to do is you've got to increase the frequency. And the only way that I truly know to heal that coherence and frequency is to rewire. That's the only way I know how to do it. Sure, you can meditate. That's not increasing your frequency. It's not increasing the frequency in that. So, if you don't create resentment from your current position, your current state, you'll create complacency. And complacency leads to senescence. Staying exactly where you are. Quiet life of desperation. I call this middle management. If you don't create a desire for a greater future, you'll keep chasing success keep trying to fill the void you'll keep trying to, to find another thing find another thing to make you feel better another car another toy another yacht another you know another ipod and, you know i gotta get the newest phone because it's so different from last year's phone and you'll keep buying and becoming a consumer in society
And if you don't increase your frequency, you'll spin your wheels, health will decline, and you'll become a victim of the past. The resentment of the current position, the desire for a greater future, and the increased frequency. If these are not large enough, you'll stay stuck. And the cost of this has to be greater than staying stuck. If you choose to stay stuck, it's because it's not bad enough. Yeah, it's not that bad. I'm in a relationship. It's not that bad. Is it life? Is it thriving? Do you feel like juiced up when you go see them? Does your blood say, hello, baby? Don't say maybe. If it's not saying that, then maybe the relationship needs a little jazz, a little juice inside of it. Because if you don't get those butterflies, then why? Why is that? Because you're holding on to this, this incoherence in your nervous system. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when the next episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with someone you think will like it. And remember, you can always find the visual version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. Just search Dr. Rewired. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you at the next perfect time. Thanks a lot.